Don't make excuses. Have a good attitude. It doesn't matter if you know you're going to walk into a dumpster fire. If you have a good attitude about it, it might not be so bad. You are now tuning in to the Roughnecks Podcast with your host, Cole Nixon. Much love. One last thing before we get into today's episode. A lot of people ask how they can support the podcast. Well, I have a couple easy ways. The first way is just listen and subscribe. And another thing you can do is go follow the Roughnecks podcast on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube as well. If you get something out of today's show, then do me a favor. Share it with a friend. If you really want to go above and beyond to support the podcast, then head over to roughnextpodcast.com and get you some of that merch. I appreciate all of the support, but let's get into today's episode. up everybody welcome back to another episode of the roughnecks podcast i think we are finally back on track you had a double episode on friday um but we have i think we're back on track and we have a guest again today for this monday episode but i have an announcement to make real quick we will have new merch coming soon in the middle of march these uh items will be spring related to a degree um we also have new stickers coming out that can be seen on the roughnecks instagram but anyway, the main reason we are here today is the guest, Shelby Fry. Welcome, finally, to the Roughnecks podcast. Hey. I'm glad that we were finally able to work it out. I know you, uh, you're a busy person and you have very little time, it seems like, but uh, trying to make yeah. all the stuff that you have going on, plus the little bit of sleep that you get. But I like to kick off my episodes allowing the guests to give a background on themselves. So tell the Roughnecks listeners who Shelby Fry is. Okay, so basically... Um... Yeah, I'll sleep when I'm dead, basically. <laughs> um, so I'm a nurse. I'm working four to five twelves a week. Actually, probably like 12, 12 or no, why did I say 12? Five twelves a week is what it is right now. You know, you got goals. You got to work your butt off, you know. Um, also have a six-year-old, two horses. It's a lot. It's a lot right now. Um, and somehow I'm managing to get the gym in, in between if I didn't have a trainer, oh gosh, that'd be rough. I mean, I think there's some mornings I've texted him like, Hey man, I'm not feeling it today. You can, you can screw off and he'll text me back and say, all right, see you at nine. (laughs) He just knows. Uh So yeah, I go. Yeah. So like when I, I originally hit you about this podcast, I noticed you posting on your story. You were always at the gym. You always had, you, it seemed like you were constantly busy. And I finally asked, I was like, are you like preparing for a show or something? And then come to find out you are preparing for your first show, correct? Yes. This is like retake number like two or three or something, just because life's gotten busy. I told him, I was like, listen, Bob, we're we're doing this now. I was like, I don't care what comes in the way. We're, we're going to do it. So what show are you actually preparing for per se? So, um, we were going to do the, um, Mike Francois 
like one of the Mike Francois ones, but I, we're going to wait. He, we're going to pick out a show because COVID is, I don't know, up and down. Now we got World War Three coming <laughs> basically. <laughs> so we're going to pick out one in June or July, depending on what the world decides, what it's going to do. If I'm going to get drafted as a combat nurse or not, who fucking knows. <laughs> Nobody knows what the hell no. right now. And it's kind of, it reminds me of almost like the beginning of COVID where like, Oh, this might be over here soon. But then also we've seen things can drag out and you never know what's really going on or when it's going to end and what's going to change. Oh, I know two weeks turned into two years. Who would have thought? <laughs> everybody literally thought it was going to be the quickest thing and it wasn't but so what actually got you started like where when did you decide like hey this is something that I want to do so um like I used to clean stalls like every single day of my life I would clean almost 30 stalls a day to pay for board while I was in nursing school that was basically my workout and then I got a real job obviously and quit I wasn't like doing a lot of like I don't know that was a lot of work that was a lot of exercise and I stayed in pretty good shape then and then I mean I didn't really get out of shape I was like I'm not really doing much so I started doing stuff at home and I was like man this isn't cutting it so I started going to the gym where I met my trainer and he was giving me a whole bunch of pointers he's like you should really think about doing a show he's like you have a really good build and he's like it wouldn't take much prepping for you so um got on track with him and we keep (laughs) we keep putting the show off like we got hit with COVID and then we're gonna we were training for a show I'm like I really don't know what COVID's doing like I'm working in the middle of it right now and this doesn't look promising the way they're doing things right now so lots of weird things have happened but yeah not doing a whole bunch of hard work in the barn anymore kind of led me to the gym and that's the thing, like, I think like a lot of us and a lot of the people that have been on this podcast, we all like come to that point where, you know, I have a lot of athletes on here and stuff. And like you kind of when you stop doing what you're used to doing, like working out like you're like, I need I need something else. Like I need some like you can't from going from being an exercise, even if it was just cleaning stalls, it's some sort of exercise. And then you like you can't just sit there like you need something to do. Right. I'm not one to sit down and do nothing. (laughs) Like I'm always striving to do something else. Like I went to the gym to, or I'm sorry, I was doing it at the barn through nursing school to pay for all my things. And I'm like, all right, I achieved that goal. I did that with a freaking one-year-old and here we are now. (laughs) So time to achieve the next goal. But so you're going to compete, I believe you said in the wellness division, it kind of explain if, if that's still what you're going to do, like explain like what the different divisions are for the people who don't know. Okay, so um, bikini is more of like when I asked him, I was like, are you sure you don't want me to do the bikini division? He's like, ah, no, we can do the wellness. I was like, all right. <laughs> so bikini is like more um, bikini is more like your more lean petite and apparently I'm not that he was like no 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 we're not doing that um the posing is different um I feel like the posing with bikini is more flowy Uh, okay I don't even want to get into posing because I'm really terrible at it right now like posing itself is a workout my god like I am dead after but and the bikinis are way different too um Oh my gosh, those are expensive. The bikini, like my 
my bikini cost $450. Oh. And that's like, I think that's on the cheap end too. I, you would have never thought that, that they'd be that expensive. Do you know why they're so much more expensive? Is there something about them? The the crystals, like the Swarovski, I can't even say it, Swarovski stones the crystals like the rhinestones all over it yeah that's what makes it expensive and they're custom so i mean you can't just buy it off of amazon i mean you probably could but they look really cheap (laughs) um but yeah in the show you don't really want to have a some you don't want to look cheap no 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 let me tell you yeah this thing is my bikini actually is really nice i got a purple and um purple and like a fuchsia kind of color one i don't know it was really expensive that's all i know (laughs) but I didn't want to look I didn't I don't know there were cheaper ones but I'm not trying to look cheap so but um yeah the bikinis are different um the the bikini competition like the bikini level they're two-piece um and then the wellness division it's like two-piece but they're kind of one and the the um bottoms are more revealing in the back than the bikini um, just because you're trying to show off all the muscle definition, but yeah, the posing is different. Um, bikini posing is more flowy. Um, but I mean, you want to be flowy. You don't want to look stiff on stage anyways, but, um, posing way different. Uh, what else? The shoulders. Oh my gosh. There's a big difference between bikini level and wellness level of how big they want your shoulders to be and that's what we're working on right now my trainer wants me to gain 10 pounds he wants my shoulders to get a little bigger I'm like listen Bob I don't know where you want me to put this 10 pounds (laughs) but we're trying um but yeah go through like preparing like I know I've seen it sometimes and I've been around it a little bit but like how often do you practice your posing for the getting ready for competition I should probably do it more because I'm okay. I don't, I don't do heels. <laughs> I don't do heels at all. Um, when I get closer to like, probably like three months out, which is coming up this month. Um, he wants me to start practicing at least like start two days a week and then go up to at four or five days a week of practicing because obviously it's my first show and I need to start getting pretty savvy at it. Like I know all the poses, but you gotta, um, I don't know. You gotta master them and not look like you're stiff. You just got to kind of flow into it. And then, oh my gosh, the lat spread. I am so bad at that. I feel like people like, it's one of those things I think that people look at and they're like, that's not that hard, but then you go to do it and you're like, why why is this so difficult? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. I was mind blown. Like the first um, I don't know if you know Clay Watkins. He um he trains out in Newark. He helped me. Um, I went out and saw him for the first time doing posing, and I was literally like, "What the actual fuck am I getting myself into? I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm out of breath doing all of this. I'm gonna break a sweat just trying to do this." He's like, "No, no, no. Just practice, and you'll be fine." I'm like, "I'm gonna break an ankle on stage in these heels. That's the thing I'm worried about." But no. Um, it's a lot like because you have to like um, he always tells me bring your belly button to your spine like you have to like breathe in and like hold it somehow but still breathe and not pass out it's a lot it's a lot yeah on top of like you know being nervous and everything like when you're actually on stage and just dealing with all that and like 
you, you never would have thought that when you're nervous, you're holding your breath, which probably I've heard is not a good recipe, but you got to do what you got to do. When no. Right. Yeah. So I'll probably go back and see him again with the practicing with the posing. My trainer wants me to practice in my gym, but I don't know if you know, I go to fit one for that gym's pretty small. Yeah. That's I, not a good, not a good practicing gym. The gym I was, I went to, there was a guy that was like showing a guy how to pose and everything. And I was just sitting there listening and he's like, no, you got to like do this and it'll make this look bigger. And I'm like, there's so much more detail that really goes into it. Like if you just turn a certain way or, you know, how you do things that like will just like make your shoulders look bigger, make your lats look like it's crazy what it does. And like just the amount of details that truly goes into it. Literally every single inch counts, every single like position, like even if you're off by a hair, it counts like, especially with your feet too, when you're um, doing like the front posing and the back posing, like your feet have to be spot on. So yeah, I got to work on that a little bit. So, like how exactly, I feel like I, I, I don't know how I don't really exactly know this, but how exactly does the judging work on it? So what exactly are they looking for in a way per se? So a, a huge, huge thing they're looking for is like, they want you to look natural, but like you also want like, every single part of your um, muscle flex like you it has to look spot on but you also have to look relaxed and not tense I'm like how the fuck are we supposed to do this (laughs) because you have to flex and you have to look natural um like what he told me like even like going into it like just flowing into it and holding your hands like if you look tense at all like that's gonna they're not gonna like that is that the hardest thing kind of to work through is just the tenseness and this like the stiffness if kind of just being more flowy with it yeah that's the hardest part for me anyway um some people I don't know I don't know how it could come natural to anyone I'm like well I was literally doing the, the whole um practice with him I was like what the actual fuck I was out of breath the whole time <laughs> I feel like it's like any anything that you do like with more time like practice like it'll get easier but it's still not something that's just like it's not like your body's not used to doing it like you said it's not a natural feeling and that's the thing too you want it to look natural but it's not necessarily the natural thing that you're used to doing yeah definitely not natural at all um but yeah, like all the way down to your hands, where your hands and your fingers are, how you're holding them. Like you have to look natural and not so tense. That was one of my big things. He told me like how I was holding my wrists in my hand. He's like, you need to relax. I was like, I can't. <laughs> so how often so, are you currently working out right now? So right now I'm doing four to five days a week. Um, we're going to have to go up to five to six days a week here soon. That's going to be rough, but it'll be fine. You know, you got to put your mind to it and you can do it. I always go to him usually like on our extra day. Um, last year we were doing, um, we, he calls them barbell complexes. Forgive me. I'm terrible. Even at, even when I'm at the gym still, I'm like, what are these called? What are we doing here? I just do it. I was like, you know what? Just tell me what to do. We're doing it. Um, but basically 
we do rows and then drop down and to do um, push-ups. And then what's next after that? I don't know this thing. I almost passed out doing these one time. I was like, listen, you're going to grab the bar because I'm going to hit the floor. <laughs> um, what else did we do? So after that, RDLs. And then we went up into, I don't know where you flip it up. And then you raise it over your head, whatever the hell that's called. A power or is that the RDLs into a jerk or a, I don't know they got there's all these technical names for lifts and I'm like yeah you know I'm terrible when you just do, yeah like you like that where you just kind of do this to that that's me that's how I explain things it's bad I should be better now but I'm not <laughs> yeah, you're not the, I have to remember too many the, medical terms so yeah but we do that and then we drop down into a squat and you do like 10 no we start out at either 10 or 15 work our way up or down oh what did we do we would do 10 12 15 and then back down to 12 and 10 of all of it just straight with only like I don't know maybe a minute to rest in between that was like our extra day that about killed me because it kind of works your whole body that's how we transition into going moving up to five and six days a week do you normally do a high rep uh, workouts or is that just like for this time right now? No, we always do high rep. Um, I don't really, I don't necessarily max out on weight all the time. The only time we ever, um, max out on weight is if we're doing holds or something. Um, the holds and the, um, oh gosh, the gravity where you hold it and then you slowly release some, we call that. You're talking to, a I don't know hasn't been in a gym in months now but so but so you're doing a lot of high reps and that's what i think a lot of people sometimes get they almost confuse it like you don't have to i'm guilty of this myself like a lot of people want to just go in and lift as heavy as weight as possible instead of like you know like really getting first off getting the form down and second off like they don't realize that a high in or a high rep and high intensity workout is sometimes better than like lifting, you know, 500 pounds. Yeah, that's sorry. I think my, my phone cut out. Maybe. No, I don't know what happened anyways, but yeah, we keep the heart rate up the whole time. We don't add cardio. We're not adding cardio yet because I averaged like 20 to 30,000 steps at work. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That, yeah. I know. Being a nurse, I, I, I understand that. I, I feel like uh, you guys get a lot and it's funny because my boss's wife is a nurse and he we put in pools and stuff and they have competitions to see who can like get more steps in during the day and she's like I don't understand how you're beating me like I'm walking constantly all day he goes yes so am I we will literally just never we never stop for eight hours a day and it, it's funny just like but like new nurses I give you guys a lot of credit especially through everything that's gone on with all the COVID and everything you guys have gone through a lot and worked and you're working your ass off doing a lot of stuff and like going through all of it. I give you guys a lot of credit. And I think that a lot more people should give props to nurses and like first responders because of everything that's been going on. Yeah, it's been crazy. I mean, even aside from the COVID going on, that's not even the worst of it. We're getting so many, <laughs> I don't want to say crazy, but oh my gosh, the hospitals are literally on fire right now. Like last week I had a prosthetic leg thrown at me. <laughs> <laughs> Like who does that? This was at uh, this was at Grant. Oh my gosh, the crazies are coming out at Grant. Like if anyone complains that they're having a bad day on a full moon, I don't want to hear it. Until someone's gotten a prosthetic leg thrown at them and they're complaining about a bad day at work, I don't want to hear it. 
yeah i think a lot of like I, that's in life too you see it a lot of times people like think they have it bad and you, that's when the people always say like if you think you have it bad somebody has it worse and like it it's really true like it can like you the things you see and hear about like when i think i have a bad day i'm like and then like i'll have somebody tell me a story and i'm like huh that makes my day actually look pretty damn good yeah i nursing right now is on fire <laughs> like it is an actual actually my badge reel is the dumpster fire that says it's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's bad but you know what it just it is what it is you got to go into work with a good attitude I don't know how I do because I work so much and everyone literally tells me all the time I don't know how you do it and then they're even they're mind blown when I tell them I'm get my kid on the bus and then go to the gym after work i'm like when do you sleep i'm like i'll sleep when i'm dead it's fine that's what i was like when we were originally gonna record the first time and i was like i don't want to get in the way of your little sleep that you have like i don't want to be that person (laughs) more sleep away from you like this can wait i got we can figure it out later no this is normal for me i mean i've went to i've survived on i don't know how i've survived on like two to three hours of sleep at work I think it's maybe just the adrenaline and the madness at work because you're constantly, like, I'm constantly moving. I don't ever stop. And lots of caffeine. <laughs> I was going to say there has to be caffeine that is involved in this because that's the only way I survive my mornings anymore. Yeah, I survive off of sugar-free Red Bull and Alani News. That is what I survive off of. So uh, I wanted to ask, though, because I had I've had a couple people who have been getting into powerlifting and bodybuilding and that type of stuff. Like, what is your favorite uh, body group to work out, though? Because everybody has, I feel like, a favorite. Oof. Um, I don't like legs. If anyone likes legs, they can't be trusted. <laughs> funny, funny thing. The first person I had on here that was uh, prepping for a show his favorite was legs and he said it was because he's like it is the most challenging and it just he's like and I try to have a positive attitude about it he's like everybody hates legs but he's like it is it's one of the most fun for me because like I I truly am challenged the entire time and I was like well you got a point there but you're still crazy for liking leg day yeah no can't be trusted (laughs) I like doing shoulders um I don't know why because the whole time I'm literally telling my trainer I'm like this is bad this is terrible (laughs) (laughs) but I I like I like doing like arms and shoulders that is probably my favorite I don't know we with like okay so I have Raynaud's it's a like a circulation um disorder like my fingers will literally turn white my toes will turn white and numb and I can't feel them but for some reason on leg day like I won't be able to feel my feet (laughs) that's not necessarily a good thing on leg day (laughs) no I'll tell them I'm like um all right I can't feel my feet we need to take at least like more than a 10 second pause so I can (laughs) regain circulation back in my feet I don't know what it is about leg day they never used to do that but I added um oh what is it like beet beetroot or something some kind of beet thing I add it to my shakes and that's actually helped a little bit but yeah circulation problems and in the gym is not a good mix but you know what you just got to do it got to power through it that's i i feel like that's your motto anymore is just power through it you just keep going and like because everything that we've already talked about in the short span it's just you know it it is what it is you just got to keep going um what supplements are you are you using to prepare for this 
Um, okay. So I, I don't do pre-workout. It makes me want to puke. Anytime I drink pre-workout, I'll puke. So, um, I use Axon Sledge, um, protein. And then I also, that's like all I use is protein, protein powder. That is all I use because I chug a lot of egg whites. What's your favorite, favorite flavor? Everybody has a favorite flavor in protein. Um, you know what, actually, so I get the, the plain vanilla and then I add PB2 powder to it. I've heard the, the PB, yeah, PB2. I've heard that is amazing. I've never actually, I don't think I've ever actually had it, but I've heard it. The yeah, most. it's really good. There's also another supplement. I don't know why I can never remember the name for it. Um, it's black with a red top. It's that, um, slow release protein. Oh, what is it called? talking about I feel like it's sir feel like it starts with the h i don't know it's vanilla bean um it it's like the slow release protein that releases over like eight hours i drink that at night and i add the pb2 powder powder to it it's solid did you have to do it like do, are you on a specific diet to kind of help prepare for this or is it you still just kind of whatever um okay so i am I cheat. I probably have like maybe one cheat day, but even my cheat days aren't that bad. Like sometimes if I'm like too tired and don't have time to cook, there's this place called, um, core life eatery. Um, it's like a bunch of chicken and like rice bowls. I'll go there and get like a chicken bowl or something. So I still try to eat healthy on my cheat days, but, um, right now it's chicken, um, jasmine rice and brussels sprouts with a ton of cajun seasoning <laughs> do you do your meal prepping yourself yeah oh yeah i i um i tried the um the i don't know what it's called where you order the this um chicken from this website it was not good it was like super dry so i kind of stayed away from ordering them how long when do you do your meal preps and how, how long does it take you do you do it like for a whole week or do you do like a couple days the night before how do you do your meal prepping i do it for three days otherwise i won't eat it <laughs> <laughs> so i'll cook probably like i'll get up for work probably like i don't know an hour earlier than what i'm supposed to get up and make chicken i'll throw chicken and some like peppers um and they're like i don't know i'll just fry it in a frying pan and then i'll make um jasmine rice and then i usually bake my um brussels sprouts i don't like broccoli i can't do broccoli i know a lot of people do broccoli i can't do it i feel like that's a, it's a, a different for you like most people i feel like you would be almost like turn away from the brussels sprouts but you're like i don't want the broccoli <laughs> nope i can't do broccoli <laughs> Um, I, you know what? I never, I never used to like Brussels sprouts, but I started using this Cajun seasoning called Slap Your Mama, and it is, it is fire. It is so good. Seasoning can change a whole meal. It doesn't matter what it is; it can change the entire meal. Yeah, I, I'm terrible at like. I'm not gonna lie. I hated when I first started meal prepping. I hated it. I like had to pour. I like literally had to shove it down, scarf it down. Like this sucks. This absolutely sucks. <laughs> But the Cajun seasoning was a game changer. See, that's the thing is like with time, that's with like anything that we do, like with time, you're going to learn a lot over the course of, and I'm sure like with your workouts, with like, uh, you know, everything, the, the protein, every, everything 
you like you're not exactly where you started now like you changed certain things because you learn how to like you have to adapt and overcome essentially is what I'm trying to say oh yeah it's all a mind game and like um like even lifting like if I tell like like you try to tap out early it's it's all a mind game you just got to push through it once you can overcome your mind telling you that you can't do something or that you don't want to do it then you can do anything what do you do on the days where like I, we have those days you kind of already mentioned it and I feel like it might be your trainer helps a lot with it but like you know the days where you're like I really just don't want to go to the gym today like I just don't want to do anything what like what kind of powers you through it is it just your trainer or is there something else like uh internal that helps you as well honestly just the motivation like I um I don't know I'm a pretty good hype for myself I I've had days before um, like there was a time I didn't go to the gym cause I had a lot going on. Like I, w- I had probably like three weeks where I didn't go to the gym and I kept making excuses. I'm like, I should go today. I'm like, eh, no, I can do this instead. Like I just had to quit telling myself that I had something else better to do. I'm like, you know what? It'll take me 30, 45 minutes. It's not that big of a deal. So I don't know. For me, it was just all mind game. Like once I stopped making excuses for doing something, then I got things done. That's something that I've learned is like, you said it, like it, it's only going to be 30, 45 minutes. Like that, when you kind of look at it like that, you're like, it's really not like, I feel like we make it out to be this big, bad, like we have, oh, it's just going to take so much time. I could rather do this or that. And I, I catch myself all the time doing it. And I, I mean, I still do it. And what I found like personally, like, once you, me and my buddy have talked about it when we're, he's like, we need to get back in the gym. We need to get back in the gym. Once you get in the routine, I feel like it's like harder to say no. And then I also found like me personally, if I take two days off more than like, if I take two days off, I, it, that's when I start not to go back. And like, it's sound, yes. I don't know. It, it just, you have to build that routine. So did it take you a minute to kind of get into that routine or was that something that you just had your mindset like on this is happening? I, I mean, yes and no. Like I hated, like, you know, when you first get back to the gym, like the first two weeks, like really, really sucks because you're like in pain because your body's not used to it. So yeah, I've done that a few times. So I just have to keep telling myself, like, listen, if you stop your routine, you're going to go back to feeling like shit again. And then you're not going to want to go. So I just, just got to keep going. That's what a lot of, I think also a lot of things people dread is the, they're like, I know I'm going to be hurting. It's funny that people at work can always tell when I get back into the gym because they're, they're like, you're walking funny today. And I'm like, yeah, yesterday was like day for the first time in two months. Yeah. I do stairs at work too. Like I go up as far as like nine flights of stairs at work. So if I quit, I'm like, Oh, that's going to really hurt. (laughs) Uh, What's a typical day like? Cause we've already talked about how busy you are, but like, what is your typical, like a normal day like for you? Oh gosh. Um, When I'm working, I usually sleep from, Oh gosh, I don't know. Cause I work night shift. (laughs) So Let's see. I usually wake up around like 3 p.m. Um, just to try and get awake. I'll get like meals ready if I don't, if I'm not, if I don't have any meals prepped. It only takes me probably like an hour to prep a meal for three days. Um, I got to get my son off the bus at 4.30 from do some things with him until I have to leave for work. I get to work um, and work 7 p.m. until 7.30 a.m. if I clock out on time. 
I don't know why day shift people like literally drag their feet coming into work. Like, let's get, let's get on the, let's get on the road. Like I got to go. So I get home, get my son on the bus at eight 30 and then I go straight to the gym and then I'm there until probably like I get there at nine. I'm usually there until like nine 45 ish, get my ass handed to me there. Um, and then I sleep probably from like, I don't know, 11 to three o'clock if I, that on a good day. Is it, was the whole, um, sleeping during the day thing, how long have you been working night shift? Um, probably about three years. Was at first, was the sleeping during the day kind of a hard thing to do? Oh no, I was, I'm literally dead after all that like night shift is hard <laughs> I guess that makes sense. but like you're just like staying up all night sitting around doing nothing like you're actually like working doing what we like most people do during the day so like when we come home at you know four o'clock and we're tired and like want to go to bed by six o'clock that's like almost the same thing for you it's just in a different scenario yeah oh I can sleep I mean I could sleep sitting in a chair and I'd be passed out some people have it really hard um where they have to take like sleeping meds and stuff. No, I'm out cold. Once I'm home, take a shower. I'm out cold. I don't care if the light's shining on me. So you pre- do you prefer working night shift? Um, eh, yes and no. The pay difference is a lot different. Yeah. The people, like, I don't know. It's just a whole different vibe. Like day shift um, is really fast paced. You got Uh, there's a lot going on on day shift I mean I used to work day shift I can do it but night shift is more you can get things done so the big thing that I wanted to ask that that I really wanted to ask about is the fact that like you just listed like your day you sleep your your four out three four hours whatever you have all this stuff you still make time for your son you like do all this stuff how do you manage all of that like time like the time management side of things how do you do it and like do you have any tips or advice for anybody that's listening that that could potentially help them so I try like I'm I keep my stuff um the same time I try not to change up the times or move things around because it's just gonna throw your entire routine off like I go to the gym based on work and stuff some people can't go to the gym after work though like after working a 12-hour shift where I don't know that I just prefer that because if I I won't wake up early mm-hmm. like I it's all like a mind game for me it's literally all in your mind if I, I I don't have the mind strength to wake up early I'm like oh if I wake up early I'm gonna lose this much sleep whereas if I just get it done after work it's gonna get done and I don't have to worry about it that's what I tell myself. So, um, I keep the same routine for when I'm working and then I try to adjust it after work, like when I'm not working, um, to like give myself more time to rest. But I also try to keep that the same too. Like on days that I'm off work, I'll go to the gym instead of like nine o'clock, I'll do like 10 or 11 o'clock just so I can have some time to rest or catch up on like doing household stuff. Or I have horses too that, probably think I'm a stranger right now <laughs> but on my off days I try to go see them too but it's all time like I try to keep it like a time routine because if you change it up all the time then it's just not gonna work I feel like it becomes so clustered and you almost like forget what you have to do when when it, like if it's the same thing 
over like you you have the routine down you're used to it you know what like all right i know what i have to do next like and it almost gives you something like to look forward to in a way to where you're like Mm -hmm. it's like a checklist like all right this is done and then like when you check off a checklist it makes you feel good too right yeah i if if i don't have a set time in a routine then it just i've I've noticed before like i just fall off the fall off the face of the earth with everything and everything just gets messed up so i wanted to ask you one real quick question about you know with everything that the preparing for this show what are the goals of this like what what do you have in mind like that you want to accomplish with this obviously like everyone wants to win right (laughs) um i want to honestly i just want to see where i go with this i don't even know like if i'm gonna place what's gonna happen i want to see where i go with this and then build off of that for another one um and who knows i might do a different division who knows but I like setting goals and achieving them like nursing school. That was hard. Like if anyone has ever been to nursing school, they will know, like you get your ass handed to you. (laughs) It is not easy. And I achieved that with a small child, but um, yeah, I just kind of want to see how this goes. I want to see if I like, even if I don't place, like I want to fix mistakes I've made perfected over time because I like winning. Who doesn't like winning? (laughs) and like i like what you really said like you want to see what happens and that's like what i did with this podcast like i just started it for shits and giggles and then all of a sudden i'm like jesus we're 81 episodes in but like the big thing is you you just have to start like that's kind of where you're getting i feel like with this is like that's where a lot of people like you know they're like almost afraid to do something or they want to do it but they haven't all you got to do is start and like you said you don't know where it's gonna lead you don't know until but you you will never know if you don't start you have to start otherwise you're literally just going to be clueless and never know what's going to happen exactly and then if I can help someone else like I'm inspiring one of my friends at work to um get in better shape not like she's like super out of shape but if I can help someone else try to achieve their goal then I'm doing something right you know that's one thing like that I've always heard is like you know try and help one person a day one and Mm -hmm. it's the simplest thing but like you know it's not even like you necessarily like forced it on them but like they see what you're doing and then all of a sudden it's like oh like i can like it almost inspires them like you said it inspires them and motivates them to to better themselves and that's a good thing and like that's my whole thing with this podcast i just want if it helps one person then i'm good like every episode if it helps just one listener that that makes me feel good that's why i keep going and like that it gives you an internal drive too when you have that when you think about that like I can be helping somebody else with this while I'm helping myself at the same time. Right. Like, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I hear, I hear this all the time. Shelby, how do you do it? Like, how do you manage to do all this? Cause I have a small child. Um, well, yeah, obviously I'm a single mom. I have horses. I'm working four to five, 12 hour or four, four to five, 12 hour shifts a week. Um, and I'm going to the gym still and trying to, um, and I'm prepping to compete for a show this summer. And they're like, how do you do it? I'm like, I don't make excuses. I just do it. I always have a good attitude. If you don't have a good attitude, like I swear, if you go into anywhere with a bad attitude, then you're not going to achieve any goals. A hundred percent. I a hundred percent agree with that because you're already coming in expecting 
if you have a bad attitude, like you're expecting it to go wrong, failure, whatever it is, if you come in with that good attitude and like say stuff does go wrong, because let's be real, stuff always ends up going wrong. Nothing ever goes perfect, but you feel like, all right, I'm ready for this. Because if you, if you're in a, you have the bad attitude and it goes wrong and you, you just kind of quit in a way. It almost, I feel like that's what, if you have a negative attitude, I feel like that leads to a lot more quitting that if you have a positive attitude going into anything, whatever it is, you know, if you're scared to like go to this, uh, when you're going to this job interview, but if you go in going, you know what, I'm going to give it my best shot and do what I have to do. You know, you might not get that job, but at least then, like you said, like just with the show, like obviously you want to win, but you're going to build off of this no matter what happens. You're going to learn from it. That's everything is a learning experience. And that's a thing. It, it all starts coming in with that positive attitude. Yeah. I mean, everything I've done, I've gone in with a positive attitude. I've taken advice from people. Um, I mean, that's how I picked this whole thing started was my trainer now giving me advice at the gym and it led to me trying to, or trying to achieve like something in a, doing a show, you know? Um, so that's really helped, but yeah, I, you have to have a positive attitude. If you have a bad attitude, you're going to have a bad day. I can't tell you how many people come into work and they'll say, I fucking hate this place. I'm like, okay, everyone does, but you don't have to be shitty about it. <laughs> and they end up, they end up getting their asses handed to them at work. The ones with the bad attitude. I feel like it just drags your day out so much more too. Like, that's why I've always heard go to bed in a good mood wake up in a good mood even if things are going crazy as soon as you wake up and i'm sure like having a child you've you've dealt with that where you like wake up and like stuff's just going crazy and you're like what in the world is going on but if you sit there and you just let that affect your whole day that's like the whole five minute rule i think we talked about it on episode 80 is like you know if it's not going to affect you in five years don't spend more than five minutes on it it's okay to take that five minutes Mm -hmm. pissed off be upset whatever it is but then there's also you got to be like all right time to move on from it it happened there's nothing you can do to go back and change it all the all that you can affect is the future so you might as well have a positive attitude because then that'll hopefully lead to a better future yeah i mean if you don't if you don't get something right the first time or something happens like you just have to learn off of it and then just base your attitude off of that how you're going to move forward and move move past it that's just i mean it's just what you got to do or you're just going to be stuck in the same rut and stay there you're just not going to (laughs) move It's where you finally you hear a lot of these stories from people, you know, where they're like, you know, I was stuck in that rut or I was just riding that wave. And it was like, you know, my life changed when I decided to get up and do something like and that's going back to the whole thing. All you have to do is start because you're going to we all get in ruts. We all fall in our ruts. But like you can't sit there and just let it like you can't just keep riding that rut it kind of goes with the slogan of this podcast which is grab the bull by the horns and you know that bull is life and we're the bull rider we're gonna get knocked down it's gonna knock us down it's gonna happen but you can't let that bull of life walk all over you have to get up grab the bull by the horns and take control of your life and you're the only person that can take control of your life you can get outside motivation but at the end of the day it starts with you exactly like i i'm going through health issues right now too like my lungs are complete crap right now i think i was telling you about that a couple of weeks ago when we had to reschedule um i don't know what it is i can't breathe right right now it's i don't have covid but i still go to the gym my turn's like are you sure you don't want to take time off i was like no i'll tell you when i can't when i when it's too much and then we'll adjust weights or adjust reps or something so i don't know a lot of it too is adjustment if you can't adjust, then you're not going to get anywhere either. Exactly. And we've already seen in this changing world with, you know, especially since COVID, like everything changes rapidly. 
you, mm-hmm. you have to be able to adapt. If you can't adapt, you're never going to continue to overcome. You're just kind of, you're going to get stuck in that rut essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Adapting is everything. Adapting and learning to change, even if it's crap. I don't know. I, okay. Adapting to some things. Yes, I agree. I can't adapt to Biden. That is one thing I cannot adapt to. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one. You are definitely not the only one. Because let me tell you, these gas prices are killing me right now. I about fell over and had a heart attack when I had to fill my truck up the other day. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I actually just saw a meme and I sent it to my buddy that I work with. And it said me and my buddy, when gas prices go over $4, and it was a guy riding a bike with the other one holding onto a rope on rollerblades. And I said, I'm going to be the one on the rollerblades so that you can do all the work. But like, it's the- oh, my God these gas prices and like out in california especially i've seen some of the gas prices and i'm like you know it costs you 80 dollars to fill up your car out there and it costs me maybe 40 if i'm filling up mine here but like still 40 i'm sometimes like geez like it used to be 20 i know it's insane like when i um i remember it used to only cost like 50 bucks to fill up my truck now it's costing me almost 100 yeah my brother-in-law and my buddy like a lot of my family they all have diesel trucks and they're like you know the pump shut off and I'm like that like that hurts like y- you don't want to have to go to the gas tank and then be like well there's a hundred dollars because then, then that's all I can get because the pump shut off most pumps are a hundred dollars or maybe a little more but they're like dude the pump yeah. like we can't even fill our tank fully yeah I don't even drive my truck anymore yeah my my diesel it sits most of the time I'm like ah, nope it's gonna sit there until I decide I want to do a horse show again <laughs> But we're going to take a real quick break. And then when we come back, we'll go into the best segment of the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by roughneckspodcast.com. If you want to support the podcast, then head over to roughneckspodcast.com and grab you some of that Roughnecks merch. We have everything from t-shirts, long sleeves, sweatshirts, hats, and many more. Stay up to date on the website for new merch coming every couple months. You can place an order and it'll get sent directly to your door. And I don't even take any of the money from it. The money gets put right back into the podcast to continue to improve it for you. If you can't afford to buy some merch this time, then simply just subscribe to the newsletter and it'll keep you up to date on all the new things that are coming. I appreciate all of the support you guys give. It doesn't go unnoticed. Let's get back to today's episode. All right, we're back and we're going into the final stuff that I'm going to talk to you about. And this is stuff that I talk about with all my guests. And I have one question that I like to ask all of my guests because it's kind of fun and I'm always curious to see the response. But my one question that I have for you is if you could go back in time and tell your 16 year old self one thing, what would it be? Oh, gosh, don't give up. I know that's like so cliche. Everyone everyone says that a lot but I feel like my younger years I always I made excuses I always made excuses and it set me back so like with college I could have been a nurse a lot sooner had I just kept going but you just got to keep going and I like you said it's cliche but like what I've come to realize there's been a lot of cliche sayings on this podcast from a lot of different people including myself but like when you look at it some of the cliche sayings are the most relatable and the most real sayings that I think that sometimes because of the fact that they're labeled cliche that we forget like 
how important they some of them are. Like it's a simple little three word sentence. Don't give up. But when you really yeah, I mean, it's look at it. it everyone tells you that too. Yeah, exactly. And like, because if you give up, you never know what's gonna happen. And like you said, it like you could have been a nurse earlier. Like things can change drastically if you just keep going. Shit's gonna suck. You're gonna go through hard times. You're gonna have stuff that's not going the way you want it to. But if you just keep going, there's a light at that at the end of that tunnel. Yeah, a lot of people I've watched so many friends give up on things and um they're not where they probably would like to be in life now. And probably because they make excuses and that's where they are right now is because they've made excuses. Excuses literally will get you nowhere. But this moves us yeah. to the best segment of the podcast, which is Motivation Monday. Motivation Monday is the point in the episode where I allow the guests to give the Roughnecks listeners a little inspirational bump to set the tone for their week as they listen on Monday morning. So what do you got for Motivation Monday, Shelby? Oh, I'm sure you're going to know. Don't make excuses. Have a good attitude. It doesn't matter if you know you're going to walk into a dumpster fire. If you have a good attitude about it, it might not be so bad. You just have a good attitude. Don't think about anything that's going to go wrong. Just you got to power through it. Don't make excuses. Exactly. Excuses, literally, like you said, excuses are going to get you nowhere. You have to keep going. You can't give up. I like all of this stuff that you said. And like, that's another thing. When people ask you all the time, how do you do it? You don't make excuses. You just keep going. Like if you don't, you just got to do it. All of a sudden, I feel like it becomes easier to get things done when you quit making excuses for why, like, you could say you're tired. Like, I'm sure you're tired at times. And, but like, and you, like you said, you don't know how you sometimes go with like two or three hours of sleep, but like, you're not making excuses for yourself. You just got to keep on keeping on. Yeah. I mean, like if you're tired and like, Oh, I'm tired. I could be doing this right now, but I'd rather take a nap. Well, if you take that nap, you're going to feel like crap. And like, Oh, I really shouldn't have done that. (laughs) So just do what you got to do. I mean, and you're going to, achieve what you want in the end but if you make excuses you're gonna set yourself back i've been there and i've done that it sucks and you never want to look back and be like i wish i'd have done that differently i wish i wouldn't have made excuses and i wish i would have started like you know what you're you're always gonna have some sort of regret in life but i'd i'd rather go through knowing that i gave my all on everything and it just it just didn't work out it failed than like knowing or sit there and wonder like what what if if I didn't what if I would have kept going what if I wouldn't have quit what if I even just started so I'd rather like I'd rather live you know with knowing that I gave everything I had that is huge for me that is one big thing for me like I don't want to sit in regret or knowing that I could have done something and I didn't do it like I don't want to live like that I just want to just do it a hundred percent just do it little Nike slogan there to wrap up this right with that i think that's a wrap on the 81st episode of the roughnecks podcast still can't get over the fact that we are 81 episodes into this podcast never thought it would make it past 10 to be honest honestly if teddy was still on it it probably wouldn't have but um <laughs> thank you for joining the show shelby i really appreciate it i'm going to put you on the spot real quick one more time i like to ask all of my guests i have this thing called q a friday every 10 episodes so the next one will be episode 90 
I'm going to ask you for a question. And what Q&A Friday is, is I get questions from my guests and from my fans. And it's me and a guest will sit there and answer questions about literally anything. So give me a question. It can be whatever you want it to be. A question. Oh my gosh, I'm bad at this. I don't like being on the spot like that. <laughs> oh, this is bad. <laughs> we get okay, questions. Any que- favorite color. What's that? Anything and everything works. Okay. Big question because I still can't figure it out. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Mm, no. All right. Chicken or steak? That's a valid one. That is a valid one because I still struggle with that. I was going to ask, are you more of, I feel like you eat more chicken, but are you a chicken or steak? I'm asking you the question now. I'm putting you on the spot again. <laughs> uh, I'm more of a steak. We're I supposed to stay away from red meat prepping, but I like, I love steak. <laughs> it's hard not to like steak. It really is. And let's I know. Uh, it now, but. I mean, you can't really screw up steak. You can screw up chicken. You can make it like, I mean, there's so many different ways to make chicken, but I don't know, steak for me. Yeah. But I can the, throw down a ribeye. Uh, I, I could use a good steaker at this point. I haven't had a good, like, I haven't had a solid steak in a, a, it's actually been a minute. But with that, that's a wrap on this episode. I appreciate you coming on. For any of my guests listening or fans listening, if you want your question answered on Q&A Friday, send them over to roughneckspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out that website. New merch coming soon. Some of that merch that is already on there will be leaving the website, and I don't know if it will ever come back. So if you want something, be sure to go check it out. If you want to know what's coming off of the website, just message me, and I'll let you know. But until Friday, you guys know the deal. Life is hard. It's going to knock you down just like a bull does to a bull rider. Don't let that bull of life walk all over you. Get up, grab the bull by the horns, and take control of your life. Roughnecks, out. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. If you liked today's episode, then be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with a friend. If you got some value from it, head over to social media and follow the Roughnecks podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to that YouTube channel. Don't forget to get you some of that merch by heading over to roughneckspodcast.com and subscribe to the newsletter while you're there. See y'all next week. Roughnecks out.